0: Welcome to another episode of the Evolved Idiots Podcast. As always, my name is Mike Mendoza. This is Matthew Nathaniel. We are on episode 27, I believe, right? Something like that. Damn, man. Episode 27. So we're talking before the podcast. I was like... (laughs) I was like... How do you smoke weed straight out of bed? How do you wake up straight man? into that, huh? Yeah, we're going to go straight into it.
1: Because <laughs> I got a lot of there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on here at the end of the year with cannabis. So, because <laughs> for me, I'd get right into it.
0: I can't even do that. Like if I if I smoked right when. Well, you I woke also up? think
1: all weed smells the same, all cannabis smells the same, which is not true at all. <laughs> it tastes different. It smells different. But does it still taste like weed?
0: <laughs>
1: to some extent, because, you know, it is is—it is cannabis. So here's my thing with that, right? But there are variants just like spices and flavors. and you know, <laughs> Different terpenes. Yeah, cannabinoids. Did and-
0: you have to build up to that? Like, was there a period of time that if you waked and baked, that you would just be like, all right, I'm just going to watch some shit and eat and then chill out? And then, it, and then you had to be like, I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to like be productive, go for a fucking run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause for me, I'm not like, if I do it, my production levels down. Like I I don't have the will to do anything. I just want to like chill and relax. But like, yeah, like I always thought like, all right, I would just have to like do it and be disciplined. Like make myself like do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Like, did you have to get over that first hurdle? And then it's just part of what you do now, or is it just like, it affects you differently?
1: Um, <laughs> probably a little bit of all that. Um, I don't know. I guess like early on, I mean, maybe I, I don't re- really didn't, didn't do this so much, Yeah. Uh, but I, I do find that sometimes I wake up and I'm a little scattered and, you know, just mentally, I just can't focus on one thing. It's like, there's so much to do. So yeah. it's like, I find it helps me just like lock in and and prioritize, evaluate, execute. Because
0: right. for people <laughs> you know. that don't know, like Matt, like he will smoke some you'll sh- smoke. And then like, he's on it though. All like all the fucking time doing yeah. work, doing yeah. work, doing work. So to me, it's like impressive to see because it's something I could like. I can't even well, fathom, like, getting all these things sure. accomplished. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like,
1: and cannabis is is uh, you know it's it's different for everybody. Yeah. You know, you're not a frequent, a super frequent smoker. Yeah. Or consumer, and so I think that definitely plays a factor. Um, but I think also for me, like when I was you know younger, mm-hmm. I feel like i probably consumed more a lot more Mm. actually and even though now you you may be like well you're you know see me smoking or whatever but it's not to the extent that i would have done before yeah so it's less about like you know seeing how crazy high you could get or if you could out smoke your boys or whatever. And it's more now about like enhancing a lifestyle and helping like with recovery and helping be, helping me be, be more productive, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of my a- approach to it now. It's more of a, a lifestyle and health maintenance sort of, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's enhancing life. It's uh, adding to it.
0: But there was a period that you had to be like force yourself to kind of like, all right, if I'm gonna do this, I need to yeah. like I need to go be productive. I need to go for a job, you know what yeah, I mean, or yeah. like get my work done.
1: Like But I've always been, you know, kind of kind of like pushed my self in certain ways, like especially physically. But I think that was really the first way that I started like adapting cannabis use for, mm. you know, an enhancement of, a, of, a, of a physical activity, especially Yeah. was like, you know, really going for runs when I was, you know, getting, getting into running, I didn't love it. And then I, you know, decided to, to, to smoke one day before going for a run. And yeah. it, it, I felt like it made all the difference, like really? as far as being able to just, not get caught up in the uh, uh, why am I running I hate running you know kind of mentality you You just just forget about all that and yeah and you just zone in or zone out depending on how you look at it and Mm. and you know you're just in that pace and like when you were asked we've talked before about getting to the runner's high yeah for me like I think it definitely helps me get to that state much quicker and much uh, more effectively
0: yeah because for me I remember like even when we were in college, right? Like yeah. we used to, I mean, dude, like in, in Sunkey in the apartment, right? Yeah. Like me, you and Guido and an unnamed person, uh, because he's, a uh, LH <laughs> LH. We, got, I remember it was one, like, this is one example. We got super fucking baked. Like, L- Leonard Harold, <laughs> <laughs> we got super fucking baked. And then I had like, a practical exam at like midnight or some shit. Yeah. And then I I passed it. I don't know how I like I remember being there. Like I remember all right. I remember the apartment getting high. Yeah. Like fucking wilding out and laughing, having a good time and then be like, all right, time to take my exam, drive <laughs> to the lab, yeah. take the exam and then all I remember was like I got done and then I put the fucking board on Vegas mode and just watched the shit. And then I was like, I can't wait to go back to the apartment to get more high. <laughs> Went back at high and then I passed I don't I don't remember how I passed it though. All I remember was like, yeah. being super bad. I'm like, how did I even do that? You know.
1: I mean, before that, when I was in, you know, growing up, I I didn't do any, uh, consume any drugs, didn't drink, didn't mm-hmm. party, didn't didn't do any of that stuff, yeah. and so I really, I think, first, you know, started uh, smoking a little bit before runs, um, you know, just a little bit before Florida, probably, right um you know and then when i moved there that was really my first uh attempt at you know really being uh figuring out how to utilize it and and to be more effective versus being a detractor yeah you know yeah. and and that whole process down there for that year was a sort of a, of a of a shuffle of figuring that out yeah you know in a lot of ways um and it can you know continued and, and for 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 year for after that and you know kind of refining it and figuring out how the best best way to, to to use it as a as an addition is.
0: Yeah, for me that was probably like that was my intro like I did a little bit in high school, like just a little bit, but yeah. like, you know, down there we went we went in, you know, down in yeah. Florida we went in. I remember <laughs> I remember one time you went to pick up some weed. Remember like we go to pick up some weed, I'm driving and then we get in a fucking car accident. Yeah, remember that yeah, shit. I do remember that, like the fucking. What up, Keith? <laughs> yeah, me, you, Keith, on the other and Fredo. Side of the world. Yeah, like fucking, just getting a bad car accident. My shit's totaled, right? Yeah, shit's totaled. I had to do PT that year to kind of recover and shit. But like, <laughs> you had a bunch of weed on you. You're Like, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm alright. You're like. I gotta go.
1: <laughs> I wasn't that far away. I was like, I'll walk.
0: Yeah, no, no. I think we, did, did Guido come pick you up?
1: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we, <laughs> we were a little, but it was close enough. I yeah, we could yeah, walk.
0: This is all alleged stuff, too, guys. I don't. Re- <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember that man like.
1: I I have memory loss. I don't. I can't quite place what you're talking about, yeah. but it seems familiar.
0: Yeah, it's like a, a lucid dream. <laughs> But I remember all that shit, man. Like, I that's why it's like I'm thankful that I didn't go to like a traditional kind of college experience. I had that. Yeah. Cause then, like, I the shit, like, we didn't like we drank a little bit, but we weren't like p- drinking all the time down there. You know what I mean? More or less, we were like getting high and like chilling out, being more creative. Yeah. <laughs> Which was fun for me.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it, we, we had some times down there. Yeah,
0: and sure. you know, it's funny, like, I always look at that, it was like, if I did go to, tr- to a, like, more traditional college, I might have fell into, like, uh, a weird party hole, like, and it wouldn't have been good for me. You know what I mean? Because I was, like, you look yeah, at this, out, out of the group, I was the youngest one, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, I was impressionable and, like, trying to, like, figure shit out. I was happy that we were more on creative people doing creative shit. Cause yeah. like, and like, it was like sink or swim too. You know what I mean? Like the program we were in is like pass, fail, pass, fail. Like, yeah. are you going to pass or are you going <laughs> to fail? So it's like, you're constantly just on edge, but in like a fun way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I was thankful that I, I saw a different aspect of like life at that time than just like we're going to party, you know, that we're going yeah. to party and then I'm going to an internship somewhere. And then like... I wouldn't say that you could not have uh,
1: that kind of experience at a, at a traditional school. It yeah. really depends on the crowd that I think you would find.
0: I uh, probably, I probably would have found some meathead. And to some crude. extent maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I for, probably would have found some meathead crew. Fraternity Mike. Yeah. I would, you know, I would have uh, had alcohol poisoning.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't and be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
0: that's why it's like, I I always kind of remind myself like, all right, like, we all chose to go to the school we did in Florida because we were all creative people. So that like that kind of culture, like when we were talking to Lloyd on there, that, that kind of culture that we cultivated ourselves because the, the, the school we went to down there really had no culture. We had like the people had to make the culture itself, you know, like our crew had to make that culture. Um, that's why it was like fun for me. Like Lloyd was doing some shit. You guys were doing some shit. So, you know, you had Nick and the McLeod's doing their shit. And yeah. like, it was fun for me. I'm like, all right, what's this? what are these people working on? And everyone down there kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit about them. You know what I'm saying? For sure.
1: I mean, just to go to that school was a little bit of a roll of the dice. Yeah.
0: So roll of the dice instead of like a traditional school, you're kind of like, all right, you have your gen ed classes for the first two years and you're just chasing pussy and and getting wasted all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's why I was, I'm for me, I was happy that I, I, I kind of didn't get lost (laughs) because you know what I mean? At that time I look back, I'm like, damn, I probably would have went the other way. Yeah. And not had the mind, you know, like, that I got now. So it's like everything happens for a reason, I guess, you know? But I was, like, happy about that. Yeah. Because even the shit we talk about, like, how many, like, freshmen's in, freshmen in college, especially at that time, were talking about, like, Behold a Pale Horse. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, the creative, yeah cool, weird shit that we were all doing at the time. Going to hip-hop shows and, like... Like, it was really about, like, if you really think about it, it was, like, really about the art and having a, an entrepreneurial spirit about it instead of just the normal shit, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. It yeah. was definitely a different different environment, a different type of education. You know, looking back on it, I sort of question the yeah. the quality of it all.
0: See, so do you think, now, do you think that, Kids that went to a traditional college have that kind of same thought because you had both, right? Yeah. You you had your traditional college and you came down to Florida, but do you think that kids that went to uh, UC Long Beach or whatever, right? Like, do you think they look back at their college experience and were like, huh? Like,
1: I mean, I will say this: I I think that the school you go to does play a role depending on what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that I wish I had taken more serious right out of high school. Yeah. You know, and you know, cause there were better schools I could have went to Yeah, that were kind of named schools and I didn't take that route. And uh for stupid reasons. Yeah. Um but you know it sent me down the path that you know I, if I had went that path I never would have, you know, probably met you. Yeah. You know, so I mean everything does happen certain ways and but I I think there is something to being wise about the school you choose to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, um I would almost say that I would be cautious about programs in schools like we, like we went yeah. to down I mean, there well, because, dead. because <laughs> yeah. well, not just that, but well, the school has continued to expand into other fas- yeah. you know, aspects of entertainment industry as well. And that's all well and good, but. I think anything that, that wants to present an entire school based around, you know, it's it's one thing if you're going to, you know, uh, Berkeley and you're doing an mm-hmm. accelerated program there. Yeah. Um, but if, if the whole school, the whole college is built around an accelerated structure yeah. or it's uh, all online, I know everything's online right now, but just in general, all online, like, you know, you're going to get a piece of paper and some knowledge at the end of it, but yeah. you're not really helping yourself in the game, yeah. so to speak.
0: I would say this too. Because is I, like,
1: I know people that have degrees from schools that are more well-known than where my degrees are from. Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah.
0: I will say this too is like, what, do you, what was the f- failout rate of the program we were in? It was high, right? It was a high percentage of dudes that dropped out. I remember like – It was like, a lot. I remember when our, our – Starting class was like how many, like a shit ton of people, and then as you went through the program, it like dwindled. Like, yeah. Oh, this person like moved out. You know what I mean? Like, and you see, it's kind yeah. of like that war of attrition. You know what I mean? Like, because at that time, like when uh, a lot of those people were young as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Including myself, but I knew I was never going to quit, and you know, like keep keep doing like chopping away at it. A lot of like. I remember when kids quit that program or like dropped out, it was like weird to me. Cause I always had the mentality of like, if I start it, I'm gonna finish it. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, but and like if I'm paying this much money, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm gonna be in debt and do all this shit, best believe I'm gonna come out with what I what I came here yeah. for, you know? Like, I it just when people quit, it, it kind of screamed like privilege to me. You know what I mean? Like what? Not at all. No.
1: No. and uh, in, in fact, I think a lot of people who would would drop would be looking at ways to try and cut their losses, right? Financially speaking, because that's that's a weird situation. Because I later worked for the marketing department yeah. of the school for a, br- the dark for, side, for, for a brief period of time, <laughs> and. You know, I did see that side of it. And yeah. the truth is, everybody at that school uh, that works there, or at least at that time, and I, I kind of doubt it's changed, mm-hmm. just the way it's expanded, um, they all fooled themselves and told themselves that we're only targeting, like, doctors, kids, and and kids that can afford to go here. No. And the reality is, and, and I, you know, I did a lot, met a lot of potential students as well, and... The reality is the school attracts those kids that are in love with a particular art or craft. Mm And a lot of times those kids are dreamers because they come from nothing yeah. and their whole family is rolling the dice. Like the parents, they're, they're, they're invested in this kid's future and they're all taken on debt to try and put this kid through this program. And if you're not giving them a quality chance, you know, to come out on the other end and, and have a chance to pay that off, yeah. then you're, you're kind of doing a disservice. You're, you're doing a disservice as an educational institution. Yeah. And that's kind of where I, I was always co- very conflicted when I kind of saw that behind the scenes, because, you know, at least be honest about who your students are mm-hmm. and be able to actually cater to them. Because of the way it's doing, I mean, uh, we had our experience there, you know, we both graduated, but. There, like there, I said, we
0: made our own culture because they there, had no culture. Done there.
1: there are a lot of uh, these type of schools really have contributed to the student loan cri- debt mm-hmm. crisis. Yeah. Like it, they really have. Yeah, and so that's my two cents. You know, yeah. I, I guess about that, a, tr- a traditional versus. For me, that's interesting to
0: hear because it's like rich kids to me that grew up with money, right? They're like the least creative people out there, dude, (laughs) or they don't know even, they don't know who they are. You know what I mean? Like, like, and just from our experience there, it's like, like you said, a lot of kids that love the art, you know what I mean? Like love the art, want to give it a shot, have an entrepreneurial mindset. A lot of those people come from lower class. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to kind of be like man like i love that let me try to shoot my shot here yeah. you know what i mean like so that that's interesting for me to hear that they think like doctors kids and shit would
1: yeah i mean that's the, the they often would talk about you know the the focus of who they attract is yeah. is this upper class yeah you know student from high school and it just wasn't yeah. <laughs> Even when you go talk, because those kids, they're going to go be doctors and lawyers, just like their parents. Cause they're already in, in that industry, unless they have a, unless there's an outlier who has a, you know, a, a crazy talent or a crazy passion for something, which yeah. that happens. But, you know, the majority of the time they're going to follow a traditional mm-hmm. path because it's already laid out for them. Yeah.
0: You know, it's funny. It's like, I, I if you had the, the lens to look back on it, like I don't regret it though. I like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is what it is. It's led like all these wonderful people in my life that I consider like my brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you Lloyd, like, like you can't put money on that. You know what I mean? And I I had a, I had an opportunity.
1: Apparently we can.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I could have either gone, to, I, I had an opportunity to go to Kansas. You
1: yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But
0: then I look at, I look at like, if I went to Kansas, I probably would have had a, a, a beer gut by twenty two, and uh, married by twenty six. You know what I'm saying? Like rock Chak jayhawk. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like uh, I, I remember all that shit, and it's like I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't like myself at that. You know what I mean? Like, but you don't know that. I mean, I, I tend to believe that
1: at the core of things, you're still yourself. And, you know, even though different choices may send you down a different path and have different experiences, and that does change you to some degree at the core, you're still yourself. So, you know, hypothetically, if there were many different timelines and dimensions of yourself doing all these different decisions, like I think fundamentally you're still the same person in all those different timelines. Yeah. You know, you have slight difference, you know, Characteristics about you due to the circumstances of that timeline, but yeah, otherwise, I, I think you're kind of yourself. So, I, I don't think you would have been a piece of shit or a fat gut, or I
0: think it would have you know? probably taken me longer to figure out who Maybe. I am. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I think it would have taken me longer. If memory serves me correct, though, you had an opportunity to go to what Pepperdine.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's <laughs> that's, that's that's straight kinda, out of high school. That's kind of the whole crazy thing for me is like I, I had an opportunity to come out here and 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 go there and it would have put me in LA and Southern California and Malibu oh, yeah. like at eighteen years old. So see, here's here's and my it took me twenty years <laughs> taking the other path to get but here. But see here's
0: my thing. If I'm looking at that timeline, I'm like, all right. Matt moves out here at 18, doesn't meet any of us, doesn't do any of his yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have. He he's going to, I was like, Matt would be a, uh, he'd be a coke head. Wouldn't have really, wouldn't <laughs> have really, <laughs> been,
1: really wouldn't have been friends with, with anybody like Brandon, none of the guys from overseas. Yeah. Like I would have had none, none of my life experiences, yeah. it would have been a completely different life, yeah. you know, but you know, sometimes I'm like, man, that would have definitely, that was like the path that was laid out. That was like here's the, the easy path, the yeah. correct path. All you have to do is take it. And I, and I, and obviously I didn't for stupid reasons. And, uh, you know, I, I took a, a long journey and 20 years yeah. to get back to, to get to but LA.
0: Do you have regret
1: about it? I would be very curious to see how Matthew in that timeline is doing right now. I
0: think Matthew in that timeline, Okay.
1: I doubt had he a, would. Had he, a, would he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had student loan debt.
0: No. <laughs> That's first. First. <laughs> I think. I think. Madden he would that have. Time, he would have had
1: it. He would have. He would already been in L.A. for like. Tw- you know. I don't know if if I would have been stayed here for twenty years, but you know, <laughs> it would have put me in the game much quicker because yeah. I really did kind of like my early twenties, the first half of my twenties. I just kind of. I was. I was trying to hold on to something else. Yeah. There was another priority in my life and, yeah. it, and it was uh stupid.
0: <laughs> See, I think man, that timeline would have had a bad Coke habit, right? Well, <laughs> Gone I could, out. But at least you could have, have afforded a, the Coke habit. You would have been a surfer, <laughs> right? You would have been a surfer, Maybe. right? But then like you would get too much sun, and be all haggard, like these haggard surfers out here. And then you would kick your Coke, uh, Coke habit. Yeah. Right. Uh, find a, a single mom in Malibu <laughs> and then develop another co it.
1: It'd just be... Yeah yeah i don't know and you'd be like i mean i might you know because you'd
0: be like hey bro california for life man. because if
1: i had went that path i probably would have ended up working in the entertainment in either in the movie or music side of things oh, yeah. i think you know you out, been of biz- in, out of business school. yeah you would
0: have been to weird eyes wide shut parties in 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 fucking the hills and shit i don't know about all that <laughs> but that's why it, it's always interesting to like Think about, like, if you uh, went another way, you know what I mean? But I, I always look at it like, could I live, you know what I mean, like that? You know what I mean? Like, could I... What would that Mike have chosen, you know? Would he have chosen the path I'm on? Or would he have chosen, like, would he be comfortable in an office? Would it be... You know what I mean? Like, would he would he be comfortable in a corporate world or would he, would I still be a wild dude doing the shit I do? You know, like it's always interesting for me to think about because it gives me kind of perspective. You know what I mean?
1: You know, just, just, I think, I think people are who they are. And if you have like an adventurous nature Mm -hmm. or you're compelled or you have something that kind of like, you can't quite explain. It's like, what, and I often think of this like if you, if I was alive in the 1700s or 1800s or anything further back, like would I have really been one of the city dwellers, or would I have been an explorer, or like what kind of creates those mm. people who want to leave the confines of this and go out and and try some, a different path and forge something and see something that's Call not been seen before? Man. Yeah, you know, it's it's that adventurous spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you if you have that, I think it's hard to confine yourself to uh, an office. Yeah. You know, it's kind of setting or a job you don't care about or whatever. You're always going to be kind of unhappy and unsettled. But, you know, it's kind of like there was an article. I think I talked to you about it before about and I don't I can't remember to reference it at the moment, but it was talking something about like how This is going to go super with the toxic masculinity here, but it's it's kind of it kind of referred to how like the the trappings of of everyday modern life kind of eat away at the core of that feeling of that that lies within men, you know. In in particular, that's what the article was talking Mm -hmm. about. It could be with anybody, though. It could be with a woman as as well that has this, you know, kind of fire in them uh, and doesn't you know want a conventional kind of setting. wants to actually care about what they're doing, you know, to some extent, you know. And I think there are a lot of trappings that sort of, like, strip, strip that out of, out of you today and, and get yeah. you into a certain mindset about what you're willing to accept to do with your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I still find myself, like, I'm s- still a wild, like, the way, like, not, like, part, in terms of parting or shit, yeah. but, like, just in terms of, like, what I value in life. I'm still kind of wild, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, put value in, like, shit. I look at that, that'll that'll just, like, put more chains on me, right? Like, I could buy a fucking thousand dollar couch, right? Like, people are like, yeah, oh, you should get a couch. To, I could buy a thousand dollar couch. But for me, I look at it, like what happens if I move and I got to fucking deal with this shit? You know what I mean? Like I'm, uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm not settled in my mind. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are still like, they'll set, like, they'll be like, I'm going to buy, like set up shit to kind of chain them to this area or chain them to something. Me, I'm always just like, it's one of the reasons. And I, was- I don't know whether that's a good thing or bad thing again. Right. It's probably a bad thing at this point in my life, but it's like, I look at all these things and what i value, like, do like, I don't like, a, buy a dining room table and do all this. Like, oh, but what happens if I move? You know, like I always look at this shit is like kind of chains on me. It, well,
1: like, I, I think that makes sense if you're in a renting situation, yeah. especially, but I think if you're willing to buy a house, then buying a dining room table, oh, certainly, you know, no big yeah. deal. Yeah.
0: But that's what I'm saying. If I'm like in an apartment.
1: Yeah. Like no, I, don't, I, don't, I
0: don't want, I don't really f- put value on like, I need to buy this and this and uh, like, it's too yeah. much for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause I always look at it like is, is it's going to be a problem in the future. So I don't even want to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, who's going to move this? I'll probably give it away for free. Well, you know? Every, every time I
1: have moved, I, I haven't always moved completely by myself, but you know, I've, I, I do a bulk of the moving when I've moved a few times. Yeah. You know, even when I had roommates, I did the bulk of the moving of the house. (laughs) Won't name any
0: names. (laughs) He's Uh, probably not going to listen this deep into the podcast. (laughs)
1: um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense, really. And I think also when I decided to go overseas, especially. It helped you out. I mean, I just thinned everything down to two two big bags, really. Yeah. And, and you know, why do I need, you know? And you really do get to the way where you're like, you know, all that shit, I really didn't need it. Yeah. Not, you don't miss it as much, you know? No,
0: do you think that's because we're guys and girls have a different, like, kind of outlook on it? Cause, uh, well, that's just sexist, Mike. No, because it was like, <laughs> you know, like, my girlfriend right now, you know, like, she puts values on – on uh you know, like making things homey, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And also like previous to that, my ex, when I was moving from Chicago to here, right. Yeah. And then she was going to move too. I was like, she's like, I need to get a moving truck. Cause I need to bring this couch. I need to bring this love seat. I need to bring this dining room table, the big screen TV, the sound system, all this shit. And I was like, to me, I was like, Sell
1: that shit that, and we'll yeah. buy some. For new me, shit I here. was like, just
0: fucking sell it, <laughs> it because
1: unless it's super worth w- yeah, valuable.
0: But like th- the way she looked at it was like you don't understand how hard it worked for these things. You yeah. so well
1: it's fight club. It, Those things own you.
0: That that's what I'm saying is like instead of it serving you, you're serving it now.
1: It's also why I don't have won't 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 have any pets.
0: <laughs> well see, at least at least a pet will love you back. The fucking couch ain't gonna do nothing. You know what I'm saying, yeah. like that. That to me always kind of the uh, that to me always tripped me out. You don't it have was to take like, the
1: couch out to shit in the middle of the night when it's raining, though. Either. No,
0: but if I'm sad, the dog will help me out. You know, <laughs> hey, I guess he's a good dog. You know, but couch, love seat, all that shit. I was just like, sell it because I'm like, for the price you're paying for a moving truck and shit yeah. to come, you could buy a whole new this in California. You know, so. They just, I, they just put so much value in material things, and I don't. I just don't know whether that's wrong of me because um I have such a wild spirit. Yeah. Like I don't know where the wrong or right is. I don't. Th- th- I, mean? I don't
1: know that it is wrong or right. Yeah. I mean, I just think you fi- figure out what works for you. I mean, the first couple times I moved when I I, I you know moved out of uh, my first apartment at my first college. You know that I was in at my first college. Yeah. You know, I had had to buy a washer and a dryer and all this kind of crap. And Mm -hmm. I was like, so I I had a small moving van, moving van, and I moved all that shit to Memphis.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then when I left Memphis, I again moved. And those are the only two times that I've ever used like moving trucks to move my shit. Otherwise, it's just been whatever can fit in the car. Yeah. Because I knew Brandon didn't have shit, (laughs) you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I basically came in and it was furnished when I arrived. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, but to me, it's just not worth it. And, you know, when you, even, even my time when I was overseas, you know, there were people that I was friends with that definitely could have had, had the means to have really nice cars, but no i mean most people over there there are some that still have you know buy really nice cars for ego reasons but like most people just look at it as like yeah it's just transportation Mm -hmm. it's new it's dependable you know to get me from point a to point b yeah like i don't need a a maserati you know this subaru's fine or this you Mm -hmm. know whatever's fine you know and that's just the way the way it is they look at it more as a utility instead of a a reflection of your personality. Like here in the States. Yeah, yeah. Well here
0: in the States, it's like get
1: your car, your house, everything is a reflection of who you are here yeah, almost. Like
0: that. And then also like growing up, it's like it like a car equals freedom. When you're growing up here. It does. Right? That's true. So what, like when when you were like in school, like in high school, like I want to get a car, you know. What I mean? So you can you can hit the open road. Like there's that American, like let's hit the open road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like top down, wind in your hair, used car salesman shit. You know, like yeah. but it's ve- it's a very American thing. But I love that shit though too. You know what I mean? Like for me, it, it like it does equal freedom. Like if I just wanted to like pick up and drive somewhere, I would fucking do it. Yeah. You know, like I I would rather have it and not use it as much than not have it at all.
1: Well yeah, I'm not saying not don't have a car. Yeah. Um, you but know. they don't
0: they don't think that way in Europe, right? Like they're just like
1: They like, have cars.
0: They have cars, but like in terms of they're like They're just not status symbols. Yeah. But do they equal the uh a car is like freedom like we do yeah here, like yeah, 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 okay. yeah,
1: for sure, I mean okay. yeah, I mean they trust me, they like to vacation more than Americans oh, do for yeah. sure, so yeah, you know, get in the car and be able to drive, but there is something you know very American about hitting the open freeway it's brand- it's, it's a it brand, just right? it seems like it's been branded and marketed yeah. that way, i you know, I don't know that we have the monopoly on that feeling, but yeah um you know it's it's interesting though uh. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I remember I, I was seeing this French girl once and she's like, I thought, like, you know, when I think of Americans, they're all, everyone's driving a Mustang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or a Camaro. And she's like, I thought all Americans drove those things. I was like, no. You,
1: you know? know, I don't know that I've ever owned an American car. Ever. Really? Ever. Wow, because I, I actually have grew up kind of feeling like American cars were kind of shit. Well, they were. And they were they were. Yeah, Now they're good so again, so like, but like yeah, well they're better. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like, you know, a Honda Accord is better than a Chevy Impala. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, of course, more dependable. You know, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, I yeah. would still Yeah,
1: that's that that's part of the equation, too. Yeah, it's cheaper yeah.
0: to fix it like I had one American car and I I, I like fucked it up. Yeah, It was like, before I got to Florida, I had a, I think it was a Ford Thunderbird, a Ford something, it was a, it was something, right? And I like, I was just learning how to drive and then I scraped the fucking side of it. The fucking mirror comes off and Uh. we sold it. My dad was like, fuck, you're not getting another car. This was your first car? This was my first car. Yeah. And then so how old were you when you started driving? Got your license
1: right at 16. 16. Yeah.
0: So that and then after that I got that Mazda that totaled in uh yeah. Florida and then
1: and a little Saturn.
0: And then the Saturn, the undefeated Saturn that got everywhere, <laughs> man.
1: That's that, American.
0: Is it? Is Saturn American? I thought it was like I thought it was uh some sort of age. It may man. have
1: been originally, but I'm pretty sure Chevy GM owns, owns Saturn.
0: Yeah. Like that, uh, no joke, Saturns were dependable as fuck though.
1: They were. I mean, like I had a friend go, in high school who ran one for a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, you
0: could run it into the ground and I remember like whatever the Saturn was made out of, like, it popped out the dents by itself. Like, I remember like, I
1: don't know about that. I
0: swear to God, like my bumper got crushed and then like a month later, it just popped back out, like whatever it was made out of.
1: That's weird. I
0: swear to God, Club Saturn, man.
1: <laughs> That's Club weird. Saturn.
0: But I remember that shit, like, cause I was like, oh man, and we're in Florida, and I was like, what the fuck happened to this bumper? And then I was just like, one day I went to the mall, and then I went <laughs> went back out, and I was like, my bumper's fixed. <laughs>
1: Probably a plastic bumper or something. Something like that. The heat heat probably made it expand back out. There you go.
0: That's Saturn, man. Dependable.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or so cheap that the temperature variance will make your car (laughs) change shape.
0: Yeah. That's that's probably more of it. (laughs) But yeah, it sucks that it doesn't exist anymore. Does it? I don't think it does.
1: I mean, does it suck?
0: For new drivers, (laughs) high school drivers.
1: I Who mean, there's, a new there's there's plenty of POSs out there for them to guess, pick up.
0: I guess, yeah, Hyundai's and whatnot. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's pl- plenty of that out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, what well, you had, you had what the Acura when you were yeah, down there. But
1: I, I started off with a 1987 Volkswagen Jetta with a crank sunroof. sun.
0: Damn man, you had the, you had the German straight off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> How was that with to the, fix? With the
1: heaviest clutch of any car I've ever driven. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Fuck, fuck. But I could drive anything after learning to drive on it. Yeah. Yeah. What was,
0: it, what was the most fun vehicle you had? Uh, like, like you are like, I missed that one. Like that was a lot of fun to drive.
1: I mean, as far as fun to drive, definitely the or the 3 Series.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, I mean, just on pure like driving enjoyment, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't need to drive so fast anymore. No.
0: See, mine, mine was the Tundra. Although Four I Four wheel drive, bro.
1: Although I want, man, I would love to have that fucking roadster Tesla's going to put out.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Zero
1: to 60 in like 1.8 or nine seconds. Like that shit is yeah. stupid. Fast.
0: Yeah. Like. What's the mile... Uh, how many miles can it can it get it's on one charge? Like,
1: I want to say it's like five or 600 miles.
0: Oh, then they improved dramatically, right? Because right now it's like it's something what, 300?
1: Like that. It's something like that, but it's so small. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of weight to it or anything. But it's 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 had the release delayed on it. But some of those dudes have... The, some of those people have already put down... They've already paid for it in advance. <laughs> They're waiting. Rogan? I don't know if Rogan has, but...
0: Would would you
1: get that roadster or that truck, that
0: cyber truck?
1: So I look at trucks as more of something that I want to be able to use in a survival situation. So unless it has a way to replenish its own solar through solar bat, you know, regeneration on the truck, like I'm not so interested in that. I, I, I don't really see the point in having big ass trucks just to drive around town. Like, you know I what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's just wasteful. It's like, do I need that space around town? No. But mm-hmm. what's fun to drive around town is a little two seater sports car.
0: See? Yeah. Yes. And for me, I don't like, like, and I don't it's, like
1: it's better. For, it's less energy consumption. I don't as like well. being that
0: low to the ground. I don't like seeing, like, I like being high off the ground and seeing like different shit. Yeah, it's a different perspective,
1: but the the handling that you get being that low to the, I mean, it's it's a different experience. Yeah. To me, like if I had, you're a
0: driver's driver. I'm I'm more of like an adventure guy. I think you like you like shit that hugs the road and like makes super tight. You know what I mean? Super tight. Yeah. Turns me. I like the off-road capability. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like the But that's where I just don't think a
1: a Tesla is going yeah. to be a Tesla four wheel drive is like I just don't feel like that's the way to go right now. I would,
0: I'm eager to see how it works. You know what I mean? Like I'm more intrigued about
1: his uh, the semi truck that they're trying to finish up. Apparently that's why the roadster has been delayed is because they're trying to finish this semi truck up because that's going to change, change the, the trucking yeah. industry. Yeah dramatically
0: oh yeah all these truck stops i don't know how truck
1: drivers are going to afford these uh, tesla trucks companies will afford it most truck drivers own their own trucks
0: oh like jack burton in a big trim little they really do
1: yeah (laughs) most of them own their own
0: rigs that's crazy yeah how much how much is it like projected to be i have no idea it's probably expensive as fuck for sure i
1: mean we could always check it out here
0: I don't think there's prices price it's going to be you're going to look it up it's going to be TBA
1: yeah, probably <laughs> maybe oh that's not that that's not terrible I what mean it said the price uh starting price for the semi will start around 150,000 for a model with a 300 mile range and 180,000 for a 500 mile range
0: See but who what fucking truck driver is going to a 300 mile range that kind of, like for a semi And you'd have to find a charging station every 300 miles and God knows, like, where you're driving. That kind of sucks. Well, there's
1: got to be, you know, there's got to be some infrastructure for this. And that's why I say, you know, for for a vehicle this big, like, that's where I start getting into, okay, you've got to have some sort of regenerative energy system on board that can, like, replenish while you're actually driving at some point.
0: Like, do you remember the electric motorcycle I had? Yeah. Every time I... Like you had the regen on it. So it's like every time I uh, hit the brakes, it would, it would use that power to regenerate the battery. Yeah. But it wasn't, you know, it's not, it's not enough to get that shit like back up to power. You know what I mean? No.
1: And obviously, the semi weighs too much to, to, to be fully regenerative. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how much, how, how far does a normal semi drive? How I many miles? More than three
0: hundred miles a day,
1: dude. Does it? Yeah. Well, no, it's not 500 a, well, that's not five hundred well, that's not three hundred a day. That's three
0: to five hundred per charge. Per charge. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like if you're driving that much and you every three hundred miles you had to find a charging station, as a truck driver, you'd kinda of look at it as a nuisance, right? You'd be like, Man, this kind of sucks, but there's gas stations everywhere. You'd probably have to set up Charging stations at each gas station, right? Uh,
1: I mean, that's what they're going to have to do anyway, right? Just put charging stations at all these places. The problem is how do you expedite the charging time?
0: And with how many trucks? (laughs) Like, how long does it take to charge? Yeah. Four hours a day?
1: That's a great question. Yeah.
0: So, I mean,
1: the average 120-gallon a uh, fuel tank on a semi truck only gets about 600 miles, so 500 is not much different.
0: Six, but gas is readily available right there. I mean, and I'm, I, I, and, it, and you could get in and out of the gas station. It yeah. take you tops to fill 120 gallons up. 15, Thirty minutes, 15, fifteen, twenty minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah. like for for that for my bike, it took four hours for that one little battery.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But you're also charging that shit in a, a regular socket. socket yeah. you know? Not a fast charging station. I mean, I'm just saying I, somehow, you know, this motherfucker Tesla is yeah. is like having rockets, you know, reusing rockets that he's shooting into space. Yeah. I think he's probably got some sort of plan to, to have an infrastructure of charging available for these trucks yeah. along the interstates. Because that's really all you got to do is go to every major mm-hmm. truck stop and you know, put in a Tesla charging.
0: Right. Now, now he's moving to Texas, right? Tesla's moving to Texas. Seems to. So is Oracle, Oracle, I saw Oracle's moving to Texas. It's fine. (laughs)
1: Leave California. Leave it all for me to take over.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Texas is, is, uh.
1: It's the new hotspot.
0: It's the new hotspot.
1: It really is the new hotspot. And I don't know why. But it's the center of fucking crazy town, too, with all those morons down there trying to overthrow the election.
0: Yeah. Like, for me, I've, I've told you, I've been to Texas. And I, I don't know what the big fuss is about. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I don't know freedom, why people. Son. Freedom, Yeah. But even before that, you know, there was a migration of, of Californians even before the pandemic, moving to Texas. I went to Texas. Seven years ago now? Yeah, like, freedom.
1: Even before the pandemic, people were... This is not something brand new. The pandemic just kind of pulled it yeah. out. Kind of made it more urgent. People were tolerating stuff, and then they stopped tolerating it. Yeah. People have never liked the high taxes here. And the only reason they tolerated it is because it's so amazing to live here
0: mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the minute that they arbitrarily made it so onerous to live here... yeah. And took, a, took, took out some of that enjoyment factor, then, All the you enjoyment know, then people start looking at their bank statements and they're like, well, you know, I'm just going to go to Texas. Yeah. I'm going to save a shit ton of money.
0: But my thing is this, right? Let's say I was to move out of California, right? Texas wouldn't be in my top five.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not not saying it would but be you for you. I'm saying like,
0: like I've been, I'm like, what's the, I don't know what the, you know.
1: I'm telling you, freedom.
0: Yeah, but you can have freedom in other places. No,
1: not like you do in Texas. You can do anything you want in Texas
0: because <laughs> you could have a bunch of tigers down there. Do this.
1: I mean, they've got more tigers in captivity in Texas than there are in, in the, the wild yeah. in wild in yeah. the wild in the world. Yeah. It's like I don't need. To, That's don't, not something to be proud of.
0: No, but it's like I don't need. A, I don't need that much freedom.
1: <laughs> well, some. You know people, I, mean? I mean, ideally, I want all the freedom. I want everybody to be as free as humanly possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, is that you have assholes that want to, you know, enslave the every tiger on the planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's, i mean texas as as it's almost like texas has waged a war against the tiger species on the planet earth <laughs> and are slowly enslaving them all or yeah. killing them all which is
0: surprising because i would think florida would be the the state that all most tigers i mean be. florida's
1: pretty batshit crazy too you uh, know in yeah. its own regard yeah they don't call them Floridians coming for nothing. from for, uh,
0: you know we're former residents
1: yeah i live there long enough i can i can talk yeah. a little shit yeah yeah, I don't know. But yet, you know, those are also two states that have predominantly sunny weather. Yeah. Yeah. That's know? true.
0: Like, do you, so with Tesla and, and like all these big companies leaving California, is that going to have a pretty big impact here, you think?
1: I mean, I'm sure it will. Yeah. You know, tax base wise, I'm sure it's going to not be good for their bottom line at the state level. Yeah. But you know, there are other ways for them to uh generate revenue.
0: That weed, son. I mean, <laughs> that, that,
1: California, the
0: marijuana game, ducks. <laughs> California,
1: so 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 since you since you bring that, I mean, California is actually on pace to collect one billion dollars in taxes from cannabis alone, yeah. So, and and this shows the crazy growth despite COVID, or maybe perhaps even Due because COVID. of covid <laughs> Dude, to yeah. some extent but like q1 of of 2019 they collected through tax revenue here in the state 129 million this year it was 205
0: so it 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 doubled
1: not quite but a pretty significant jump q2 went from 156 to 260 million mm. And then Q3 of 2019, last year, was $170 million generated for the state through tax revenue. Quarter three this year, $306 million mm-hmm. in I mean, one quarter.
0: I mean, that's for sure due to the pandemic. For sure. I mean, that's like, insane. Like if, when you take away people's ability to do shit, they're going to put their money in their adult indulgences you know what i mean like they're gonna be like yeah. all right like i can't do that let me get let me get fucking high bro
1: yeah i mean well people are at home too a lot and yeah they don't, people want to you know. fucking
0: laugh at netflix how you do that you get high
1: <laughs> yeah i mean waking up it, and you can't really be a daily drinker if you weren't before like yeah. that'll turn that'll wreck your life yeah <laughs> you know for like, sure i don't know
0: like yeah i don't know how anyone finds Saturday Night Live and, and Trevor Noah Funny, unless they're high. So <laughs> there, you, there you go.
1: Definitely not unless you're high.
0: Yeah. You got to watch those two programs high to yeah. even uh, share a post. <laughs> I mean, there are some
1: other states that would be, you know, potential like Arizona's a sunny state. They've obviously, you know, moved forward with cannabis. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be a state that's actually now more progressive on cannabis than Florida or Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13 of their 15 counties actually said that they're going to stop prosecuting cannabis cases when Prop 207 goes live. For Arizona. Which Prop 207 is what passed. So I don't know why they need to wait until it officially takes uh, in, in, is implemented before they stop prosecuting. It seems like you should stop prosecuting as soon as it was passed by the people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, so I don't know how I feel about that, actually.
0: Arizona just seems to me like a, a fucking...
1: It's always been, I've always, you know, it's always been so, such a conservative state. The older population, Joe Arapaio obviously was from that area and, and just gave it a bad reputation, I think for a long time. It's changing changing, though, it seems demographically it's changing attitude. It's changing culture. It's changing.
0: Yeah. I think that's from everyone moving there. Right.
1: I mean a lot of people have moved there. I think what's for sure. Texas,
0: Arizona second, maybe, or Nevada, one of those two, like that's where Californians are moving. Yeah. I just never found the appeal to move to these places, if that makes any like like let's say there was no pandemic, none of these places would be in my I'd be like Texas. Uh, Arizona, a bunch of meth head de- desert people, and rich, snooty white people in Scottsdale. I don't know about it. You
1: know. I mean, I'd ha- I would I would only consider uh, I think a uh, a southern state. Yeah. Uh, a sunny state.
0: Would you go back to your roots in Tennessee? No. No. <laughs> no?
1: <laughs> no. The only options, like, are really are f- like. You know, You're I'm so not, hesitant
0: I, to say Florida. You're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I
0: I heard the F. I heard the F. You're like, F- nah. I mean,
1: it's really like Florida, Texas. Uh, I I don't know much about New Mexico, Arizona, or California. Like, otherwise, you got questionable weather sometimes.
0: Yeah, ah, me, I'm not. I'm not that scared of. Like the snow. <laughs> I just don't want to
1: deal with it. Like, why should, why should I have to deal with it? Like I dealt with that in Seattle, like crap weather most yeah. of the year.
0: Did it snow in Seattle? Snows in Seattle?
1: I mean, it did, mm-hmm. but the biggest thing you have to get used to in Seattle is just that it's the overcast m- overcast and drizzly, like a, mm-hmm. a, just a drizzle, like nine months out of the year, pretty much. Yeah. And that's just, it's like, well, spots nah. like
0: in Nevada, like in Reno and stuff, right? They actually get more sunny days than yeah. LA, so it's like their winter. They still have a winter, but it's like a sunny winter. See, Nevada you know I mean? was
1: used for nuclear testing, so I, I don't know. I'm weird about living in Nevada.
0: Yeah, there's different there's different parts of Nevada. Nevada's yeah. pretty big. <laughs> there's a lot of mountains and desert too over there. That's that true. You'll be all right.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and Colorado would be okay, I guess too, as as a non like you know southern predominantly sunny state. Yeah, but. I don't know. Definitely got to be somewhere where they've, you know, got cannabis. Yeah. Uh, uh, is I know is we're talking- isn't illegal. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to ever consider.
0: I know we're talking about what Carolina's, well North Carolina, it's medical or uh, not even. I
1: think I think it is medical maybe.
0: Yeah. South Carolina illegal
1: they're talking about passing into I, South, I don't South put,
0: Carolina's too racist. I, I don't put any stock
1: <laughs> in any of those places. Missouri I mean, medical? Medical.
0: Medical. How hard it, so this is my question as, a, as an outsider, right? Like let's say I moved to one of these spots, right? How hard would it be to get a medical card? Card. Just as you, a to just go in the store and buy it in like, yeah, Missouri it, it or depends.
1: Some states are easier than others. Uh, overall, it's Probably not super difficult. Yeah, be like I have anxiety all the time. I mean, Oklahoma basically has no rules. They have no limits on licensing. They have like their buried their the cost to buy to apply for a license is so cheap. I mean, it's it's it, that'll be an interesting test market to see what happens in, yeah. in Oklahoma because it's so oversaturated with growers and shops
0: and that's crazy. Now, can. Can like Native American, like the tribal people, can they make weed? Are they legally? Can they legally do that? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm pretty sure they can.
0: Now, in fact, so we've
1: competed with, I, there, are, there are a few tribes that have, uh, that uh, went licensing over licensing and, and stuff on, on the reservation. I think it's
0: a good thing to give those people uh, a good job, op- like good opportunities for, for they them. They already
1: right? got casinos
0: yeah but like there's a lot of still poor people in those reservations
1: that's because the reservations are in the middle of nowhere yeah and it's like it's the same as any small town and look i i understand how they were treated uh, you know by our country but none of the people today were the ones that were actually you know abused are you a redskins fan I'm not not a Redskins fan, but I'm just saying, like you miss the Redskins if you, if you live on a reservation in the middle of nowhere, it's the same as living in a small town in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Look, you either are going to have to be willing to accept some of the outside world into mm-hmm. the reservation or you're going to have to leave the reservation
0: now i'm I'm just not so familiar with it that that you know, like I'm not familiar with how they how they learned, how they grew up, what their education's like
1: if it's there on the reservations it's not good i've only been on you know probably three or four different you know like reservations yeah. before yeah and i, I don't know my, i mean in my have you talked to like
0: the, the low the people there yeah like the local yeah. people yeah
1: yeah i mean in my experience though they just don't they don't, there's not a lot there and there's not a lot of population. So yeah. like the school that's there or is always super small and it's yeah. like, you know, they don't have the best teachers and you, you know, it's like,
0: so it's just like their, their education's not there. I mean, and like that's just fit, from my personal observations. Yeah, no, but that's, a, that's know. also like, you know, like th- that's a community that, that is lacking a lot, you know, because like also like how many, Native American women go missing every year and like it's it's weird it's like that's the only a problem in Canada. Is
1: it? Is it? <laughs> no, it's a super big problem in Canada yeah. though. There was a, a a podcast called Thunder Bay something Thunder Bay up in Thunder Bay, Canada where yeah, there's a huge thing where the where there's a lot of natives that have gone missing up there, specifically yeah. women.
0: Yeah, I think here in the US too. Yeah. So it's like uh, man, it's just you know for me it's kinda it kind of sucks it's like it's also a problem where we keep putting all these oil refineries
1: out near these reservations and we put these. You know, and I, again, I'm not trying to be stereotyping, but we put these typically men out there on these oil rig workstations where they're living out in the middle of nowhere. And the only thing around them is the reservation and they're isolated and it leads to a lot of bad things. Yeah, a rape drug, and drug, shit, r- murder. Rape, yeah. violence, yeah. you know.
0: That's a, it's, it's, for me, it's a very, like, if I look at it, it's very sad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how can you... What can they do to kind of help themselves? You know, like kind of put money back in in their community and and bring prominence to their people. Like, like I always thought about that. Like, I mean, you
1: know what I'm saying? A di- like, that's a difficult it's question. It's a super because, difficult question. Because to some extent, you know what? It wasn't done. It wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. But they were defeated. And at some point, you know, it's hard for me because I don't really have like a, a national pride kind of like heritage, like oh, I'm Scottish or I'm Irish or I'm German or whatever it is, you know. But, you know, for them, I, I get it. and And I think if they want to really preserve the land and their community, like they're going to have to like bring some some modern industries in. And truthfully, like I think, you know, depending on on the reservation, they've got to be willing to like farm it. But I think cannabis or hemp in particular, like if I was a reservation and I had land that could be used for agriculture, you know, it doesn't just have to be, you know, and I don't mean it disrespectfully in any way, but I I don't understand the concept of sacred land. Does that mean that they can't farm it or whatever? They have to leave it as nature intended Mm. because I know, I guess most native American tribes were not farmers to my knowledge. They were mostly hunters, hunters, right? And so maybe it's not really their culture, but again, we talked about pivoting, you know, before, and it's like, this is where they have to face the same decisions as coal miners in West Virginia have to face. It's well, it's like, like, how do you pivot? And yeah. truthfully, this is a way you could bring in, employ everybody on the reservation, be in an emerging industry. You know, like it's it's interesting here. I actually, you know, hemp, for example, captures 22 tons of atmospheric car- uh, atmospheric carbon per hectare. It extracts poisons from contaminated soil, and one hectare of hemp produces three times more clothing than cotton. Cotton is actually forty-three percent of all textile fabric worldwide, and has ten and, and constitutes ten percent of the pesticides and twenty-five percent of the insecticides used globally. You wouldn't have to. So, so there's a lot of advantages to hemp, and this is a way that I think you know reservations and Native Americans could really bring that in and like bring in some some agriculture and production and manufacturing. And it's going to people change to trade, yeah. it's going to change the 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 culture and the community there. Yeah. It is
0: going to change and it. I know it depends on the tribes, but, but I feel like if you have a fucking casino,
1: Exactly. You, you know what I mean like exactly. you should be able
0: to Get in the. I mean, for the me, I would. Industry. I would
1: rather. Well, not even. Again, not even cannabis. Hemp. Just the just the hemp. Yeah, just aspect hemp. of it because textile companies. You all. All you really are. You're not even. To me, it's way better than a casino because you don't have, yahoos coming in wanting to play at the casino that might not be respectful of your way of your beliefs, yeah. for example. And so, if you're talking about pres- preserving your identity and your community. You know, just having a grow, grow operation and fields of hemp that's yeah. employing everyone in town. And then you've got a manufacturing facility where you're harvesting it and processing it. And then a shipping department, uh, station where you're shipping it out the reservation to, you know, who whoever, whatever company is buying it. Yeah. Um, You know, that's, that seems like a pretty good option, yeah. actually.
0: Yeah. Like that, like that. That's why it's always like, why hasn't it been done already? You know, like, is there like, is there a lot of politics in their community of like the the, uh, the leaders and... and...
1: That's the funny thing. Like, everybody looks at like LA or New York and they're like, oh, it's so corrupt. And, you know, it's politics and there's politics at the localist, local of local levels. I mean, it doesn't matter how small, if there's a chance for somebody to have power, there's going to be like some of that going on.
0: Also, like, what is... Because you know how we talk about like food is a great like introduction to culture. Yeah. Why hasn't there like food translated outside of their culture? Because
1: most people don't want to eat raw liver with bile squirted on it. <laughs>
0: But maybe that's this the you know the white man's outlook. But what if well, they have like know, what, what if they have like delicious foods? Like they they're like, dude, this is this is great. This is great. Well, like,
1: I mean, wasn't their food mostly consisted of wild game, right? So of course, or like I would love bison,
0: it. you know. Yeah. Like well, like,
1: I like I like all that. Yeah, so it's like, but there are no Native American restaurants, like there are, you know. Mexican restaurants you know but
0: like in like let's say like you said Oklahoma before there's a huge Native American population there or people that have been you know like half native or what you know like yeah. so a lot of those people still keep those traditions I'm surprised like there hasn't been like like a uh, a food spot like in in one of those cities to kind of like you know like hey this is, this is like an introduction to it. Because I think that would be a great I know, way to I
1: know virtually nothing about the cuisine of Native Americans except that, you know, they hunted wild game and ate ate meat cooked over a fire. Yeah. But, that's, that's what I assume.
0: But, like, that's the thing. It could be a very. I
1: mean, I guess there's a pilgrim story about, you know, beans and
0: yeah, corn, but corn or like, whatever. But, but, but that could also be a very ignorant way to look at it, too. Well, yeah. Because, like, you know, they could be like, yeah, man, that was like. Back in the day, now we have the shit, you know? Well, like, then
1: they need to market it. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is again, it comes back to last week's conversation about pivoting and taking personal responsibility. You don't like your situation. Do you have a great cuisine that you could market to the world? Then why the fuck aren't you doing it? Yeah. Then then do it. You've got the internet. Like, let's figure out how to do it. There are people that- Do they sh- have
0: the internet out there? Yeah. Why, would, yeah why
1: wouldn't they have internet? Oh, dude. I mean- why if if butcher box and fucking you know all these other meal prep delivery services can ship food all over the world mm-hmm. all over the country you know you could do the same thing right. if you've got the great cuisine to go behind it then that's that's
0: you know it's funny because it is no interesting reason. thinking about that and then like how back in the east the amish have like made their own little economy you know what i mean like, they
1: have they've capitalized on their culture in a in a very unique way that allows them to sustain themselves like through a form of of sort of tourism
0: oh yeah it's all tour like i remember going to as a kid going to like a restaurant in lancaster and this, yes. like, this is amish food my and it was bomb as fuck i was like Oh shit, this is really good food. I thought they were going to serve me some weird shit. No, it's. it's, It was delicious. Yeah. No, I give them props. Shoe fly pie. (laughs) I give them props on their food. Yeah.
1: And I've been to Lancaster as well before. Yeah.
0: And I was like, I'm not knowing what to expect. But, and then like, these people don't have TVs and phone. Like, you know what I mean? But they're all out here serving people. Still, I think they did a, a good job of like weaving what they could and could not do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah finding a little, little paths that way. I, I hope that, because I, I feel like people are naturally curious and I feel like if the native Americans, the different tribes figured out a way, people would be willing to go like, Hey, let me check this out. You know what I mean? Like, let me check out your, your culture. And because and, yeah. especially nowadays, people want that, like, you know, people are going all over the place, Instagramming themselves doing all this shit. Like, People would like to learn about that culture, you know. I I feel like you know,
1: if you wanted to take it a step further, you set up the hemp grower or whatever, and then you know you set it up kind of like a a, a, you know, hemp isn't really like uh, cannabis in the sense that it's not really variable like wines, like cannabis is. But still, like if you you know if you if you have visitors, like set up that restaurant, you know that only you know only does your cuisine.
0: Yeah, do a little food truck somewhere. You know. How cool would it be like you have a hemp company and your slogan could be made by Real Americans. You know what I mean? Like not made in America, made by made in America by real Americans.
1: Well you just pissed off thirty three percent of the country.
0: But they could not argue with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't argue it. But it's always some like
1: it was uh what what did they call it? Uh Manifest Destiny. God chose uh to give America to the white man. Oh my, my
0: god. That's what they, always, that's
1: what they believe. God and guns
0: but I guarantee you like the thirty three percent, there's always this using like my aunt was half uh, Native American.
1: <laughs> Get yeah. the
0: shut the fuck up, man.
1: Well, most of that thirty-three percent's uh been been in DC protesting this weekend. Yeah, anyway. Well, you know,
0: what can we what can we do about those <laughs> those people, dude? I, don't,
1: I don't really know. Like literally we're at the precipice of 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 bad shit people really believing that the that shit was overthrown i, I mean stolen like I, it's it's bad that people are keep continue to perpetuate this lie like even if you didn't believe or want you know biden to win like
0: i just think people you, are, you
1: gotta like
0: people are fucking angry they're looking they're looking the problem is you have leadership telling
1: them lies, like literally telling straight up lies.
0: It's a, They've ha- had
1: over 40 court cases and they've all been thrown out except one. And that's what they're all pissed about this weekend is the Supreme Court said they wouldn't even listen to a case on it.
0: And it's like this for me. It's like, listen, I get it. Like Biden's whatever, right? We talk about this all the time, yeah. Biden's whatever, but it's like. Donald Trump isn't uh, Tony Stark. He's not Iron Man.
1: No, he, he's not I, a superhero. I don't, I don't know what, what is, he's like, done to deserve this kind of like.
0: But it's like it's loyalty
1: like, or fanfare.
0: It's just like look at shit. Like I wouldn't fight. Like if whoever won, I really like. I'm gonna whatever. Like I'm gonna do what I do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like I'm not gonna waste my. My personal life and my time going down and meeting with a bunch of incels, fucking <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like wasting hours of my energy on this subject. I mean, if I like,
1: if I really thought the election was like stolen, mm-hmm. I would be upset regardless of who it was stolen yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no evidence really of this. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't know what it means when you have, well, legal. it's
0: like you have these different internet videos of people like sharing, like, look at the, you know, look what they're doing here with the, the votes and all this shit. And it's like, you don't know whether, like we talk about, you don't know whether these things are real or not, but and those people h- take it as it's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They take these things as real and they'll be like, it was stolen. Look, there's evidence right here. Like it's, it, And then they share it. Like, I think the new, like the new virus is, is like.
1: Misinformation on social media. Misinformation,
0: man. Yeah. Or people that just back their own shit up with stupid fucking videos and memes of retarded shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: memes are not news. No.
0: You know, and it's, hey guys, it's okay to be wrong about some shit. Yeah. But you just gotta be okay with being wrong. Like, yeah. now people are like, you're right, I'm wrong, you're stupid. Like, like we talk about this shit all the time. To me, it's like, it's so fucking draining and it's drained people of their fucking joy and they don't even fucking realize it. You know, like, all they do is concentrate on bad shit every day. Oh,
1: yeah. And then But it's, again, like I could understand that out of the people. What I don't understand is, is leadership. Yeah. I mean, 106, I think, people out of Congress, Republicans, are asking to have, I think it's just four states. So they're not even saying the whole election's bogus. They're only trying to get... 126 House Republicans are trying to overturn the election in Georgia, mm-hmm. Michigan, Wisconsin, and and Pennsylvania. Yeah, only states where Trump lost. So if the election was fraudulent because of mail-in balloting, wouldn't all 50 states wouldn't you be affected do it for all 50? Like that's the hypocritical part. You only want to overthrow I, the ones where you lost.
0: Yeah, but it's like, come, guys, on, did, come did, on. Did he beat Thanos?
1: Like what? Like (laughs) Thanos.
0: (laughs) Did he beat Thanos? Like you? Like stop fighting for these people that don't care about you either.
1: No, Trump doesn't give a shit about you.
0: Like none of these people do, man. So neither does Biden. I'm not saying Biden does
1: either. Yeah. So it's like, just to be clear,
0: uh, maybe I just I'm just a hater on all these guys, but uh, fuck them all. (laughs) I mean, it's understandable to feel that way. Well, I I do think this is like the reason all this shit's happening. People have. Nothing else to do right now. People have nothing else to do but, to, but to fucking soak in the negative shit and then contaminate the rest of the people. At least, there's, more at at least
1: there's two people that are thinking about the people. Who? Bernie and Josh Holly. <laughs> oh, I was going to say you and me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It <was> me. yeah <laughs> the us evolved two.
0: idiots, motherfucker. Well,
1: I was thinking of only two. Only two people in in Congress right now. Yeah. Just two. Two out of out of one hundred senators are trying to fight. For stimulus money.
0: Yeah. And one is a Democrat. And one's the a, other, Republican. a Republican Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's what we need. And they're both getting ostracized by their own parties. Yeah, but that's what it. we
0: need. You know what I mean? Not people are like all Republicans are stupid. All Democrats no, man, that's the wrong way to think. Stop thinking that way.
1: It is. What do you think about uh the 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 idea that Trump may may pardon himself? You, the other day, I don't know if it was last week or if it was just a different conversation we had throughout the week, but you were talking about accountability. Mm-hmm. And I was and, I, and and I've heard this being talked about a lot this week that he's he's going to pardon his whole family and he's going to pardon himself or he may step down and have uh, Pence uh, pardon him. And it's like, you know, it's like you were saying at the, at the state level with accountability, but it's like, man, if he, if there's no accountability at that, at the highest level, mm-hmm. how can we expect there to be any accountability at the lower levels?
0: I mean, at that, at that high up level, I don't think any of them are accountable to themselves. Like none of those people have, none of those people have blood on their hands. You know what I'm saying? They, they all they feel, have blood on their hands. That's hand. what I'm saying. They all have blood on their hands, but they don't, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, once you reach that part of the game of Thrones, it's just like, uh, it's all dirty anyway. Yeah. Do it. You know what I mean? Like
1: it is pretty bad. You
0: know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I would like, if I was in his shoes, I'd do the same shit probably.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm also like, it's, it's, it's so depressing. Like, it's interesting to see Bernie out there still kind of going hard. And I think he's what, 77, 78. And then, but comparatively, you and I were talking about this the other day too. Like, would you really want your grandma or grandpa out there making the decisions for your life?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know what
1: I'm saying? Like having,
0: having basically being the leader of the free world and right? I, and
1: I'm and I like Bernie being out there because he is still he seems well, he's cogn- active. you know what I mean he seems active he still seems like he's mentally there even though he probably is a bit a step slower than he was 15 years ago you know but when you've got fucking Diane Feinstein at she's getting what 87 yeah i think She's 87 years old. like, And she's clearly got dementia or she can't remember because they've had to re- have her retirement conversation twice with her. <laughs> yeah, you told me that, yeah. You know, but she's not the only one. Like, there's like, Bill Pascrell is 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest person is, as of earlier this year, spring of this year, and it's so funny they put these these ages in here and then they put pictures of them from like ten years ago. It's like fucking James Inhofe is 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 eighty five years old, but this picture looks like he was sixty five. Well, also,
0: the polit- politicians don't scream uh, healthy lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like they're not like. So Feinstein's Stein's not even the oldest.
1: Don Young is the oldest. This Whoa, motherfucker young. was born in 1933. He's 80. He's over 87 years old. He's 88 now.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, there you go.
1: 87 years old.
0: And uh, Like, yeah, you wouldn't want your grandparents making the decisions for the country. <laughs> term limits.
1: Why can't we get term limits? It's because these people cling on to power, man. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah,
0: and But there is a difference between... Seven year old fucking uh, the average seven year old and then like a Jack Lalanne seventy-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like Jack Lalanne. You know who Jack Lalanne is? He, he was like uh one of them. Sounds familiar, but no. He 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 was like uh, the, the first like fitness dude ever. Uh And he used to he you know those old ju- the Jack Lalanne juicers and all. He was, promoted a healthy lifestyle way back in the day. Uh and he was like the dude, he, you know. Like people, jo- like The Simpsons used to joke around. Like Jekyll, they were stranded on like a, a, a on a boat, and Jack Lane like swam to them and like grabbed a rope with his teeth and swam them back. You know, like he was like I
1: don't remember. He this. was like
0: the first fitness dude. Uh, so like
1: before Richard Simmons.
0: Oh, way before Richard Simmons. Interesting. Yeah. Way before Richard Simmons, and, and like he he made juicing. Like honestly, like. The Jack, he made juicing popular. Like he was the fucking dude. So there's like a difference between like he's dead. He he died. I don't know how long ago, but like of old age. Yeah. But he was the dude, man. Like.
1: What do you think of, 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 uh, LA thinking about requiring police to be 25 and have a bachelor's degree or a college degree? I shouldn't say a bachelor's. Do you think that yeah. helps?
0: I think it helps, but I like, you know, what it will honestly help more is like training, training them in their job specifically for their job. Like being, yeah. being part of a community, policing the community instead of yeah. policing of people. You
1: yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
0: cause you could have a uh, four year degree. Do you could they be, allow
1: 18 year old or 20 year old cops? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure. I do sort of feel like you should have to be at minimum 21 to be a cop.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, like you shouldn't be carrying a gun around town. And if you can't drink a beer. That's true. Sorry.
0: Yeah. yeah you can't police people about drinking in public. And you yeah. Can't drink. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I think that four year degree in 25. I don't think that has any real vet, like in terms of dealing with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how is that going to help you, like, with dealing with people? And By having a college afford-
1: experience, you know, being in, immersed with uh, people from different cultures, maybe. But then again, that depends on what college you go to.
0: Yeah. You know, like, what, what's someone uh, that went to Pepperdine you're going to tell someone uh, from Compton? It's yeah, not, you know, I mean? know. <laughs> It doesn't correlate, you know? So it's like, maybe if you had a four-year, like, psychology degree, so you know how people kind of think it depends what degree you know what i mean like for sure but just a four-year degree i don't think that helps anything i think that specific training on dealing with people dealing with your own mental health kind of like i think that will help more you know like because like a four-year degree don't mean shit when when shit's on the line you know what i mean that's true yeah
1: that's very true a lot
0: of people with four-year degrees that are fucking dead (laughs) (laughs) that's true you know what i'm saying like i don't think it adds any real value i think on paper for people to be like oh yeah they you know they're making the bar higher for these people but in the end i don't think it teaches you anything about uh race relations in this country i don't think it teaches you anything about like like i said how to deal with people
1: well Maybe that's, don't they, they have specific law enforcement and criminology degrees. Like yeah. I feel like the, that kind of those topics like race relations and how to deescalate such that should be covered in those. And then once you come out of college is when you get your practical experience, yeah, but what's it the, should be like a normal. Well, gen-
0: what's the curriculum of that? The curriculum would be like, or to deescalate this guy, put your fucking knee on his neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no one knows, like what's the curriculum of the criminology degrees? I don't fucking know.
1: Well, I mean, you could, I you could easily look into this, and I'm yeah, sure it's not put well, a knee on a Obviously,
0: what they're teaching right now isn't working. Well, so it would be like you would have to change the how way many you cops kind of think of-
1: have you know degrees now. That's maybe that's a question.
0: I, I get like probably a lot of them.
1: Would you say how many of them are criminology or you know criminal justice degrees though? Versus how many of them are are phys ed and rec?
0: I don't know. It'd be interesting. It, like the the thing with this is like, I feel like a lot of cops aren't like tested. You know what I'm saying? Like they do a lot of shit to just, Boost so their ego so, so it shit. says
1: 30, 30% of police officers in the U.S. have a four-year degree, a little more than half, 51% have a two-year degree, and 54 have a graduate degree.
0: Mm. Or, you know what I think would be valuable to them? Like, actually, like, if you had sort of a cop exchange program, like a cop from Alabama <laughs> would go out to like, hey, you're going to police these people that aren't used to like dealing with other races and other like cultures and shit yeah you you go to new york like a training day yeah you know what i mean you go to new york for your a year and then you come back or you go to this you know what i mean and vice versa so you kind of see how everything works or like i said how
1: does that integrate with community policing and knowing your community
0: i think just getting used to because part of it is like in these big cities, it's getting to know the community and shit, right? Yeah. But then when you get to the small bumpkin parts of the country that are still racist and shit. Yeah. You got to put the, you know, like then they're serving their community, but the community is white racist. Uh-huh. But-
1: and, how, and how do you think that a community of uh, hypothetical white racists in a small town in the South would feel about uh, a uh, three or four minority cops being sent from New York city down to police them for a year. I kind of I think <laughs> it would be great. dude. I think that would pretty much end in, in violence. You think so?
0: <laughs> I, I Pretty
1: much. Yes.
0: And that's the I'm thing. I'm not a gambling I person, think, but I put money on that. So I do think this, it depends where, like, cause you know, the cities, you need your communities and stuff right sure. down there. It's a, it's more of Deep, deeply rooted in in racism. There's still
1: communities, though. I think they're just different kinds of communities. Obviously, there's different beliefs for sure. But I don't know. I I think there's a certain way to police, you know, a smaller rural community and a different strategies obviously needed for a bigger metropolitan area.
0: Yeah. I do think that you like you do have to get maybe like a, a psych test. As a cop, like, like what's your, probably, I
1: hope they already do that. But
0: like, not so lax, you know what I'm saying?
1: Not so lax. Well, it's like, you think it's lax?
0: Fuck yeah. It's lax for it sure. Must be lax. You know what I mean? Like,
1: what, what, what was the chick the, the did you watch the, the investigative reporter on Rogan? Not yet. Like, so she was talking about that her, her, her sources in Central and South America, in the black market down there, they get their guns fed to them from a source from the fucking L.A. Police Department. Oh, see? So, I mean, there's obviously, you know, yeah. c- again, corrupt cops. It's like, how do you get corrupt cops out of there if you want to save the reputation of all cops?
0: Yeah. And there's different, like, there's different, like... In terms of corruption like that, obviously there's a corrupt cop sending fucking guns down, making money, right? And then you have the racist cops in the South who are just fucking racist.
1: That's still, to me, that's corrupt. If you're a racist cop, that's still cop corruption because- you are of allowing course. personal no, I think beliefs that, to subvert the actual law.
0: Well, no, I think that's more it, like being a racist cop is way more dangerous than like you're a get money cop. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're a, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You yeah, want money. True. You got, you're corrupted. That's fine. But it's like when you hate a certain people, the, the, that
1: disqualifies you from being able to have dominion over other people.
0: Yeah. I just think it's you're more it's everything you do is more nefarious when you're a racist cop, right? Because everything you do is gonna oppress yeah. somebody. If I'm just like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna I have fifty guns for you. <laughs> the problem is is paying me this much the problem is,
1: is that you can verify and and see the guns you're selling. Mm-hmm. There's evidence of that. It's very hard to prove whether or not somebody's racist.
0: Now here's the thing. Do you think that cuz you know when you get your like security clearances and stuff you take by the way lie detector tests yeah, and stuff Yeah by right? the way
1: government is is it, it, one of the provisions of the MORE Act that I found very interesting was the fact that they're not going to uh, they're going to allow cannabis consumers to be get security clearances. Oh, uh, dope.
0: That, yeah. is,
1: that is kind of dope. Yeah.
0: But I do remember like when I was going to get my clearance and stuff too is like you could be honest with them and it'll be fine. Like, they're like, Do you do drugs? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they just want you to be honest. Yeah. You know, so, but my thing is, like, why don't cops have that? If, if I, you know, like, Are you racist? Have you had any racist tendencies? Like, but they're going to answer no. Yeah, but then no. you would see, but then you'd be like, All right, this guy's lying. How do you know he's lying? Lie detector test. You see what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: but lie detector tests uh, have proven to be inconsistent and inadmissible in court.
0: Yeah, but it's still- There's
1: an art to it. It's not an exact science.
0: Yeah, but it's still better than nothing, right? I would rather have them- They use lie detector tests to- So
1: you're going to make decisions on people's livelihood based on a skill and how good someone can interpret lines being fed through electrical pulses.
0: I'd rather have that than- Someone slipped that through the cracks that has power. That's
1: as sketchy as that dude that tried to ID bite marks.
0: Uh no, the bite marks are different.
1: It's as sketchy as these fake ass breathalyzer tests that that uh, don't work half the time that that they've tried to use to incriminate people for years. Yeah,
0: but at least you'd be. What's the percentage of lie detector tests being? Yeah, but how many people are you putting in jail
1: that weren't that weren't actually over the limit? How many people are you turning down a job for because they were nervous in their job interview and you read it as they were lying to you?
0: See, but that's like, you're looking
1: at like. I'm just saying there has to be a more equitable and fair way. Not equitable, but yeah. A but, fair see, way. but say,
0: let's say I get locked up for having a DUI. Yeah. I'm not policing anybody. I don't, you don't bestow power on, upon me. I don't have a firearm on me. Right. These people that you have a you pass a little test, you you know you get your little you get your little badge, you get your gun, and then you're you're equipped to go out willy nilly with nothing. You see what I'm so saying? So maybe like, make
1: it more stringent, kind of like it would be to like get in the FBI or something, like where you've really got to go through background checks and like extensive training, and you, you know maybe you go off to fucking. I don't know. Maybe police already do this, but what is it where they send the FBI agents for training?
0: Well, they have police academies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, but we've all seen the movie.
0: <laughs> and that we was that the least racist real. movie on earth. We know that shit ain't. Real. But you know what I'm saying? Like, have something because a lot of these, or or like also do it like every quarter. You need to do something every quarter. Like, pass a certain test every quarter. Like.
1: What kind of test? A racist test?
0: A psych test, probably, every quarter.
1: See, I would not like that though.
0: Yeah, but you are not policing people. Like you don't yeah, you're have right. this is the you're thing right. you're looking at. Like you. You can't like you're you didn't sign up for that job to police someone, deal with high intense situations and how to deal with the after effects of so all that. So here's
1: the conservative side of this. So you're gonna put a bunch of psychologists in charge of our police force because they're going to be the ones that have the higher and fire decision-making.
0: Yeah. I would rather have that. So
1: you're going to have a bunch of bleeding heart liberals running our police departments, making our staff decisions for us, handcuffing us as police chiefs and police departments from being able to do our jobs effectively.
0: Uh, yeah. Because obviously what you guys are doing right now is not working. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like true. it's broken. You you have a broken uh you have a bro a broken system, right? You your farm league isn't working. You're not sending people to the to the majors properly. Yeah. Let's fucking fix it. You know what I mean? And a lot of these you, to me all these guys that 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 kill innocent people, obviously they're not in the right mindset. Obviously they have something wrong in their brains right? So I would rather have that than what's going on right now, but it's, it's going to require more money, more training, more, all of that, not defunding them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like, if you're doing your job, right? Like, like I told you, I know a lot of good cops. Yeah. You have nothing to worry about. All right. Like maybe a little more, like how's your stress level this quarter? Are you like on edge? Well, they Are already it do is?
1: that. I mean, they used to pull rigs into the talk to the psychiatrist <laughs> all the time.
0: Do it the right way. You know what, I mean? <laughs> you well, know what it, I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know the right way and I'm not a big. Uh, no, but I,
0: I do think this when you get, when you assign someone a job that gives them power over other people, agreed. You need to be fucking triple checked.
1: So should we do this also for our judges and our politicians and our governors and like all these leaders cuz they all have power over people? Should we put them all to a psychiatric evaluation every quarter?
0: I'm not sure. It would be
1: Should should my boss have a psych eva- a psych evaluation every quarter since he has dominion over me?
0: That's a private company. You don't serve the people.
1: Okay. But you see where this this there is this slippery slope.
0: Yeah, but the, 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 But you already gave people this, this power. Right? These people have power over you anyway, right? Like in terms of like the government. Yeah. What are their checks and balances up there for each other? Like you said, there's none. Yeah, none. So it's like you, you'd you rather have none than some or some, some yeah, than none. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like if they gave all these people uh, – these eighty-year-olds, right? <laughs> Are you mentally fit to do your job? How many of them would get axed? Oh, you have dementia. No, I don't. I don't think you could do this. You see what I'm saying?
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Like those, because at the end of the day, these people have power over other people. So it's like you need you need to do something. Yeah, Pelosi she would have gotten the fuck out of here, you know what i mean? like
1: Well, yeah, i mean that simply could just I don't even be,
0: think Biden would have passed.
1: Yeah, i mean politicians just that just needs to be term limits. I mean, you, you're not really supposed to be in there forever, you mm-hmm. know, to serve the serve the community and then be out. What do you think of Andrew Yang trying to run for governor or mayor of New York? I mean, any, any I think that's a good move for him.
0: I'd rather I'd rather have him be a presidential candidate. Well, I think he's viewer. doing
1: it to build credibility for another presidential run, would be my guess. But yeah. that's I mean, a messy would, situation. He would have his hands full. That's a messy situation. Yeah, he would have his fucking hands full. I'm worried it might like tarnish him. On him. I'm worried it might tarnish him.
0: Because that you look at like who who whoever is going to be in control of New York, either way they lose.
1: <laughs> that's how I yeah, I do that's you know sort what of I'm how saying? I feel about it. Yeah. It's a
0: lose. like you're gonna yeah. There's no winning. I don't there. know.
1: It's a smart move for him.
0: No, I hope he doesn't do that. I hope he just builds his online presence, <laughs> builds his brand up, and then you know, do it that way. That's how everyone's I mean, doing I would, it I now. would,
1: I would like to see him stay free enough to help. Like he, in my opinion, should be one of the people that push to. Form this third party. Mm-hmm. I would rather see him be doing that than uh, being mayor of New York. But
0: let's say we had all these psych tests and stuff, right? And then you had Andrew Yang, who's a young, level-headed guy. They'd be like, "He's like, hey, on my side. like crushes it, crushes it." And then you had this person be like, "What'd you, what'd you do?" And you're like, yeah, he didn't do too great, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it would make clear-cut lines of like, this person is unfit or this person's fit yeah. to to have the cognitive abilities to run this country.
1: I don't know. I just, I, I don't disagree with you, but I do see some issues with it. You know, I I just see it being perverted into another way to control through the power.
0: Yeah. But you have issues with the way it's run right now. Uh, For sure. So that's what I'm saying is like either way, You're not going to make everyone happy, but I'd rather have some shit to be put in place for us to kind of be like, yo, get this guy the fuck out of here instead of these people just squeaking by all the time. You know what I mean? Like being in fucking office until you're fucking 80 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy.
1: It's definitely a little, little crazy.
0: If you saw an 80 year old as your cashier at Target, you'd be like, this is fucking crazy. What are you doing here? Right? Right. You'd be like, what you, greeters. What, what, you know what I mean? Like we'd be like, what the fuck?
1: Walmart greeters.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's like, even you look at that guy, like, hello. he's not all there, <laughs> but the same age, he's fit to make decisions about people's lives. It's nuts.
1: Yeah. No, it, it is very crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we'll get some sort of change, but we'll see what happens. No,
0: you know, I thought we were ch- uh, promised change eight years ago.
1: <laughs> nah. You're thinking twelve years ago now.
0: Twelve years ago. And though it was hope. It went from change to hope. hope and Choose change. one word.
1: Hope and change. Choose
0: one word to describe us.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right?
0: Yeah. Change and hope. Branding.
1: It's all branding. It's
0: all branding, you know. What do people you know a couple of Jay-Z lyrics? People love you, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You can uh, shoot a basketball on TV, people will be like, oh my god, he's He's great.
1: He does have a pretty good jumper, though. Uh, I think... For a president, he's got a good jumper. Well, yeah,
0: he's probably the best. Probably. You know?
1: Probably. <laughs> Do you see where uh, man-made objects on the planet Earth for the first time at by the end of this year will outweigh all other living material naturally occurring on the Earth? No. <laughs> That's probably not a good sign.
0: So they're creating some sort of dense as fuck, like...
1: No, if you take all of the buildings, all of the cars, everything oh. that man has created, yeah,
0: it will for outweigh. the first time
1: in history of the planet,, yeah. all that shit, all that man made shit will outweigh all of the natural occurrences of plants, animals, and natural structures on the planet Earth.
0: Thanks, China,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like we're going to end up in some futuristic, uh, you know. Blade Runner? Yeah, situation, you know, with the cities just being (sighs) vertically building, 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 building everywhere, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe the pandemic has changed that. Maybe because, you know.
1: Maybe it's made it worse. Made it, accelerated it. I don't know.
0: Or people are like fleeing the cities like, you know what? Why do I pay these prices? Yeah, that's true, <laughs> Let too. me move to the country. You know? like, I'll guess, tell you why not. Guess t- what? I never liked the country, guys. I'll tell you why not to move to the country because
1: you're more likely to be abducted by an alien in the country than you are in the city.
0: Yeah, for me, if I move to the country, I'm more likely to be abducted by a white racist. <laughs> I'm not worried about the aliens. I'm worried about fucking Billy Joe Bob down there, you know?
1: Did you see two two weeks ago, they released another fighter film uh, fighter jet pilot captured another UFO triangular UFO that came out of the ocean and went straight up into the, and disappeared into the atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And did you, did you <laughs> see that crazy. one in uh, it's in the Mojave desert. I think it's called the, uh, the areas up there called uh, it's here in California, 22 palms or 21 palms.
1: Yeah. It's the, just outside Joshua tree. Yeah.
0: The, the ripple in the sky, it was like a light ripple. And it was just like floating and it was just like move. Like it stayed in the same spot, but I it was didn't just, see this. Yeah. I
1: heard about this.
0: Yeah. So like the theory is like, can I
1: see this? Is there like,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like a light ripple.
0: It's like a, a, like some people's theories are that like, you know, how like aliens don't like some people's theories are like aliens don't live in this dimension. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm, so, I'm down with that as a possible theory.
0: So it's like if something punched through to this dimension, right? So let's say, let's say.
1: So it's like a tear or a or, tear. or a slight opening. A so let's slit, say, it's like a slit in our universe. Yeah, so let's
0: say our, our, our the way we see things is flat paper, yeah. right? And then they punch through and then from their dimension, they reach our dimension, right? And then it folds back. There's still that slight shit here that from their dimension to ours. Well, yeah, of course. So that's what some people are thinking is like, it could be like just a punch through to our world. I mean,
1: I 100, I mean, maybe, you know, that's, they're just what developed in that other dimension. Like if there are all these parallel dimensions and worlds and earths, maybe in that dimension or in one of them. Little green men or little gray aliens or whatever is what developed as the predominant species on in that timeline or in that universe. if they're racist towards each
0: other? Like you're, you're green. I'm gray. You know, my people are better than well, yours. <laughs>
1: Again, if you go down the al- like, this, is, this you, is my land. <laughs> if you go down the alien conspiracy hole, um the, the, the Greys are evil and the greens are good. There is actually, you know, conflict within the alien races. Who's
0: the good? The the greens are good? And the greys are bad?
1: Uh well the grays may have nefarious potentially reasons as well. Or that could just be that could just be said. like some
0: racist banter, you know? It could be. <laughs> Those could be his racist banter from the greens. Typically
1: you know? the small child like blue ones are the, are the best, safest. I've never sorry, seen a experience. blue one. You know, those, those, was, are, those are the ones from the, the Hopi Indians had a relationship with supposedly.
0: And how'd that turn out for the Hopis? <laughs> now they don't have any industries. guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because the supposedly those uh, aliens left after we ignored their uh, their warnings not to make a deal with the uh, Greys,
0: with the Greys, but who who would have knowledge of all this? Who has knowledge? Like who who passed down from who?
1: Well, right? I mean, ancient. You know, I'm sure there's ancient uh, Native American lore and and yeah. things like that that have you know past oral traditions that have kind of kept some of this uh, knowledge. And maybe it's consolidated there and it's not really shared outside of those cultures very much. That's possible. It's also possible there's a dossier, you know, our government has somewhere. The men in Black. You know, some <laughs> X File shit. You know.
0: Now we're getting into a conspiracy bag again. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, like, the, did it show up on the computer? The thing in 21, 22 pumps or whatever? It doesn't.
1: It's I couldn't. can't find it.
0: I'll find it. It's like a light, put like light string. Light string? Yeah, something. String of light in Mojave Desert. But it's also like, it's weird because it's like right by the base over there too. So is it like a military thing? I have no idea. So
1: 21 Palms is definitely a military base.
0: Let's see. Twenty-one
1: palms. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything on this, man.
0: I got it right here. Men, f- men film glowing snake-like UFO in sky before <laughs> chasing it down as it disappears.
1: Is that the title? Yeah, <laughs> snake.
0: Let's UFO. see if there's videos on it. Yeah. Men films mysterious snake like UFO over California. Oh, UFO spotted in 29 Palms. <laughs> 29 Palms or 21 Palms? Is oh, all maybe
1: this It's 29 Palms.
0: <laughs> Here, I'm pulling up the video right now for you.
1: It's the UFO there. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this Where's this dude UFO
0: Yeah So they're is like Is it this little dot in the sky It's this Yeah keep watching it though It's like a string That's just moving And they try to go under They go underneath it And there's like It's just hovering It is in
1: the sky According to Roswell It'd be a weather balloon Another interesting thing <laughs> that is, is characteristic among all these sightings is that the way they fly is not smooth. Yeah. It's like jumpy. It's like they're moving there around they're not, yeah. within a certain period, even at area, even as they're moving, you know, maybe forward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this could be a bug on this dude's window.
0: No, no, no. He's like drives underneath it and shit. And they're like driving towards it. How long is this? I think it's not nine minutes or something. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) And granted, I mean, it was not that it was, I think last year or something, this thing happened, but I just found it. But I was like, there's a fucking interesting thing to to see. It's not like a traditional UFO like video. It's like just a, a slit in the sky.
1: Well, now, I would not describe this. See? I mean, how do we know this hasn't been added through fo- uh, video manipulation?
0: Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just taking it at face value, dude.
1: I mean, I I, I don't know that I would conclude that this is a, like a slit between dimensions. This could be...
0: What could it be, bro? I
1: mean, it could be some type of flying device (laughs) that just (laughs) could also be a laser pointer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is the frustrating part:
0: is it could be whatever with all these videos, right?
1: Yeah, it's like you know, you want to like maybe believe, but it's like there's got to be some evidence like there's i I, as much as like it interests me and fascinates me like like i really need to see hard proof for me to believe of
0: course i mean that's with anything right you know yeah that's with anything like ghosts whatever you want to believe pretty much
1: everything until i i i know it for for fact yeah you know yeah it's my skeptical mind (laughs) suspicious mind suspicious mind Thank you very much.
0: But those things are always fun to think about and shit, you know. But I thought it was interesting to think about, like, yeah, if it did, if aliens came from a different dimension, it wouldn't just like fly like an airplane over. It'd be like, of course not. Everything punching through our reality, of course not. You
1: know what I mean? Uh, You know, there's uh, a lot of you know cases of them coming through walls and things like that. I mean, that's not just uh, you know they're flying from another place and coming here. They're they're they obviously are capable of, of. manipulating reality in a way that we don't know and maybe they can do it anywhere maybe it's only in specific places maybe that's why they're under the water you know i i don't i would be real interested again i've interested to see what's in our oceans
0: that's it like the that's deepest 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 depths and what, of if, the ocean? what if what if
1: what if the lost city of atlantis was a bunch of advanced palladian aliens from the palladian star system that were human like in their form. And instead of it, like when shit started to go south, they were just like, all right, we're just going to go under the ocean and, and camp out for several hundred years or thousands years and just see what happens with all these fuckers above us.
0: Yeah, or they're just all dead now. Huh? <laughs> or they're just all dead. Atlantis possible, is dead, right you know?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, much more in the practical sense that that would be the case is that it was flooded due to, uh, you know, the warming of the earth and yeah, the glacial, like, glacial you know, melt.
0: You guys are toxic masculinity people <laughs> and yeah. then their civilization died off. <laughs> yeah. I've been reading
1: more of Graham Hancock. There's There's a lot of evidence like in a lot of different cultures about this, the great flood and everything that happened. So oh, I, I think you know? there's a lot of things that mythologically can be explained through actual, you know. Events, occurrences, history. The, the more we learn about, it. again, history. We were talking about history being a waste, but it's so not. The degree might be to some people in the practical world, but
0: <laughs> the like, if you want to do p- anything, it is. If uh, you want to, uh, you know, be a history buff.
1: I mean, unless you're going to be like a professor or an, an archaeologist of some kind or, or be something. Be on
0: Jeopardy or kill it maybe. at the bar trivia games. Yeah. And then yeah.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, everybody should know something about history, though. Of course. I mean, history is fun to know about. More important than that, if you don't know it, you're going to repeat it. And yeah. there are some things that are worth repeating, probably. And there are a lot of things that are worth avoiding. The funny
0: thing is we're still repeating a lot of things. <laughs> it's
1: because people don't really teach history, I think. I mean, I, I, was, I always really enjoyed history. I was fortunate that I had a history teacher that made it really interesting as well when I was in high school. But that doesn't occur for everybody uh, probably rarely. And, you know, overall I think history is kind of ignored as a, as a subject. It's all about math and science and, and reading, writing, Mm -hmm. and history kind of gets thrown in with like the two things that I think have really struggled uh, that we struggle with as a society are, our civics have suffered, you know, the social sciences. We, We don't really study those much at all in high school. I mean, you know, that was a complete joke as a class when I was in school. And then history kind of just gets overlooked, I think, by most people is not that important. Why do I care about what happened in <laughs> well, the past? The,
0: like, I always loved history because it was like it it kind of brought your imagination to the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it kind of brought your imagination to the forefront so you could still kind of yeah. use it like what would happen if if – This happened nowadays. It's applicable to what would happen uh, nowadays and shit. But yeah, that's that's for another time, man.
1: Another time, another day,
0: another point in history. This has been, we're making history right now, (laughs) episode 27.
1: We always make history.
0: (laughs) Of the Evolved Idiots podcast. As always, my name is Mike Mendoza.
1: Matthew Nathaniel. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace, love, power to the people. Peace.